Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where anywhere is possible, drivers, start your engines! This is power. This is tradition. This is Talladega. The biggest party in NASCAR returns October 12th through 14th. Bring the whole family out to Talladega Super Speedway for the Kids VIP experience. Kids 12 and under can choose from a number of great options behind the scenes, like guided garage tours, pre-race photo ops, and more. This is more than a race. This is Talladega. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, welcome back to a Monday night, and it's time to get Rowdy one more time. Hey, and helping me tonight, my Chi-Town duo, Jack Man Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. And we also got Todd, who covered over for us there at Pocono. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, guys. Thanks, Rowdy. It's Monday night, and it's time to get Rowdy. Got my coffee here, my water here. I'm well refreshed. I'm ready to go. How about you, Jeff? How about you, Todd? Let me throw it to Todd. All right. Well, I'm sitting right downtown Watkins Glen, calling into the radio show, uh, waiting to get some rowdy moving. <laughs> hey, listen, you, we got Todd doing double duty two weekends in a row there. Yep, yep. Uh, well, you know, this past weekend, you know, it was triple duty. Yeah, that's right. You was uh you run through the whole gamut of the weekend, didn't you, Todd? I I uh did triple duty and then I drove back to New York. I didn't stay on Sunday. Well, if you had of that would have been a full weekend and then come back to Watkins Glen this weekend. You had plenty of racing. I can leave, I can leave sometimes on Sunday early and and be happy about it. Well, you know, I got a lot to get ready for this coming weekend for our home track, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I will be at the track with BJ McLeod's Xfinity team. So you're going to be back busy in the the garage this Saturday, Todd. Is that right? That's right. And I have a feeling you're staying for Sunday this time, aren't you, Todd? Oh, yeah. I'll be sitting behind pit <laughs> row. Well, good for you. I'm I'm envious. That's a track I need to get to. It's on one of my bucket lists, Todd. Well, look, guys, the way we're going to roll tonight, uh, Zane Smith's going to call in at 7, not Eastern time. He's calling in at 7, 10 Eastern time. Uh Zane coming off, hey, win number four. Actually, his fifth time this year on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Glad to have him back on, aren't you guys? 
Wow. It's a lot of wins, Rowdy, and, and we had them on uh, uh, early season, did we not? Yeah, yeah, so he's won four, and we had him on before, he, <clears throat> I think, two sh- or three shows before he actually won a race. Kind of had him on okay. early, in, early in the year. Hey, listen, that car's been that car's been fast all year long. He really, it's just been the little small things that took him out. And, Mark, you, we've been to most of the races. You know, he's he's been right up there because something crazy happened. To, to knock him out of uh, winning a race. Well, it's not just Zane. It's the MDM package all together, Rowdy. Uh, whether they bring two or three cars to the races, uh, they're they're all fast, and it's the little things that have also caught up with Sheldon Creed also. Uh, he was going untouched there for a while. Now a couple of little things. But uh, they finished 1-2 at Pocono. Uh, very impressive for MDM, and uh, we'll move on from there and see how they deal with the dirt tracks in Berlin. Well, I'm looking forward to the dirt track. That's kind of one of the races. Uh, but I guess we've got three weeks off after a pretty tough 11 weeks. Of course, it was a rain out, but still most of the guys worked all day prepping those cars for a race, even though they got rained out. They still worked up, you know, two days on race cars. Well, it wasn't a day off. It was just a race off. And, uh, uh, yeah, they did. They worked. They unloaded. They reloaded. They Everything's wet. Everything's, you know, uncomfortable. And, and you know, it's uh, you come all that way for uh, to, to just to pack up and go back knowing you got to come back again. So that's that's a long haul for some of those teams, Rowdy. Well, like I said, Mark, they got three weeks to to uh, sit back and and catch uh, their breath. Exactly to catch your breath. Catch their breath. Re-evaluate what's going on. Uh, get stuff done they haven't been able to do because of the eleven week stretch. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's a well-needed and deserved uh, stretch for the ARCA teams, that's for sure. Well, you know, Mark, we've seen some awesome racing this year. Also, let's, we've kind of got focused off on something else, but at 7.45, we got Brad Smith calling in. Uh, and Brad's hadn't slowed down, has he, guys? He's uh, Since Talladega, he just keeps pushing forward. Oh, Brad's the backbone of ARCA. Uh, it's guys like Brad Smith that, you know, ARCA wouldn't be there without him. And and, and the teams like him, Rowdy. And uh, that's such a pleasure every race to be able to go up and, and talk with Brad just for a few minutes, catch up, usually not even on racing. How's the car? Yeah, da-da-da-da. And then you catch up on other things. So, uh yeah, looking forward to having Brad on the show and being able to spend more time talking with him and listening to what he has to say. Me too, uh, Mark. Uh, he's come a long way. So like I said, he's had a lot of obstacles. But look, I'm going to uh, bring on our first guest, guys. All right, Rowdy. Woohoo! 
ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show winner of the Mod uh, Space 150, uh, Zane Smith driving that number 41 Lies Plus Margarita Mix. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Zane. Thanks, man. Thank you. Man, Zane, we told you you were going to be coming back. You know, this win here, Zane, you, Mark and I was talking earlier just by just a few little others like Gateway, things that happened, you was right up in the mix at every race this year, pretty much. Yeah, we have uh, been up there for pretty much all of them. Just um, lately, uh, for the past few races, we've just been having bad luck, but uh, Pocono, we were able to turn that around. Just uh, Gateway and uh, Elko, um, those two have kind of hurt us. Well, uh, Zane, I tell you, uh, like I was talking, we, we we appreciate you, you know, giving us a little time on Monday nights. And we were talking about the 11 race schedule. That was pretty tough on the old guys. How, how about how did it play in on you being a younger uh, guy working or driving and, and being able to handle the heat and the pressure of all week after week? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's definitely busy, and uh, these two weeks off that we got uh, are definitely going to be nice. I know I'm, I'm going to be going back to California and then up to Idaho to hang out um, for a few days and uh, just pretty much just relax until uh, we get going again. But, um, yeah, it really, I mean, it's it's just like anything else, though. I mean, it's it's fun to, to go week after week after week. Just uh, you're always busy. Just sometimes it just gets really, really busy. Um especially like in the middle of it because sometimes we have to leave uh, like the first Pocono we leave. Uh, I think it's like Tuesday because we test Wednesday. So it, uh, it's definitely busy, but um, it'll always be fun. Well, we was there at gateway when you did done the double duty with the uh, cars on Friday and then the trucks on Saturday. How was it trying to transition over from a car to the truck? Uh, it was, it was awesome. Just, uh, one because it was uh, my first time ever in a truck and uh, Gateway was also fun as well so I was kind of taking that as much as I learned for both cars um, and I know for the Arca car it, it definitely helped uh, running that long truck practice that we had right before the Arca race uh, I know right when I uh, the trucks were able to move to the top uh, pretty soon because they had the PJ1 down there and uh, I was the first one to do that in the race and I was able to get a ton of spots uh, I came from, I think, like fifth up to second. I was running down Sheldon, and then uh, a caution came out, and I kind of got uh, backed up on pit road a little bit, and that hurt us and set us back a little bit. It kind of became Sam Group Racing, and uh, I just got sucked around by the 32 when I was underneath them. Um, but, but, yeah, that was a ton of fun. Uh, we had a pretty good truck race as well. We ended up fifth um, for everything that we had to, to deal with. My brake pedal was kind of going to the floor about after – 20 laps and then um all night i for some reason i couldn't get into fourth um which is a big pretty big problem at uh facing a shift every lap and i wasn't able to do that pretty impressive crowd at gateway too wasn't it 
yeah, yeah, it was um, it was pretty good as well, uh, for sure. But uh, I wish we were coming back there so I could uh, redeem myself. Uh, do you like racing on with the with the uh, goo on the track, or you like it without it? Uh, I don't know. I I think they need to lay uh, another groove of it down for for better racing. Um, just because it's it's good racing for about 15 laps until somebody gets heat in the PJ1, and then everyone starts running up there for grip. So, um, I mean, uh, Charlotte was a pretty good example of that. Just everyone seemed like to be on the top there. Uh, it just wasn't as fast as um, it was. It was way faster than being on the bottom. And so, so, I mean, when people are just wrapped up on the top, it's so hard to pass. Uh, especially in a mile and a half, just being able to get sucked around like that. Zane, could you imagine you being in a better place in MDM like you are right now with Shelton and Harrison Burt and, and Chad, uh, Chase Purdy? That's, yeah, y'all make a pretty awesome group there. Yeah, Pocono, we, uh, we proved that pretty good. That was, that was awesome for them to get a one, two, three, four. Uh, I'm happy I was on the, on the best side of that deal, but, um, pretty much all of our uh, finishes this year, whenever one of us win, we're, we're always pretty close. Um, but, yeah, just just got to keep digging and uh, hopefully get some more wins. Hey, Mark, you're live with Zane Smith there. Thanks, Rowdy. Hi, Zane. Welcome back to the show. Congratulations, my friend. Uh, we had a feeling once you were on, we're going to have you on a lot more time. Yeah, thanks, man. It's good to be back. Uh, it took a while to get the fourth win, but finally got it. Well, you and uh, and your teammate are, are making an interesting points battle also. Uh, uh, you, you crept up a little bit. The one-two finish wasn't, you know, what you really needed, I suppose, for a big points day, but uh, I'll take a win over second place any day. Yeah, I was I was I'm just doing really. Uh, that's to go out, win practice, win qualifying, win the race. And, uh, one practice, <laughs> qualified third somehow, even though I, I went a lot harder than I did in practice, and my practice lap was uh, really good. So I thought it was going to be an awesome lap, but uh, we ended up third, and then we won the race. So uh, almost nailed it, and then uh, but yeah, you're right. Then control what he does. So, like I say, you just got to keep digging and, and really just hope for the best. Well, is, there, is, it, is it a friendly rivalry between you guys, or there's? It, it seems to be all of all you know, whoever's driving an MDM car, you know, all guys seem to get along really well. Did I lose you? Uh. Try try it again there, Zane. I think we picked you back up. You got me? Yes, yes. Mark, try that again. All right, right. sorry about that, Zane. It's the thing with cell phones, isn't it? No, uh, I'm I'm at my my data place or house right now. Just uh, sometimes you get bad service here, but uh, it worked in the beginning. Maybe not just then there. Well, you never know when you turn a corner what's going to happen. So I'm sorry about that. I didn't know if it was you or me, and it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, but 
but yeah, back to what I was saying, just uh, with Sheldon, yeah, everything's all good there. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've known Sheldon for a long time and uh, we'll race the hell out of each other. And um, that's what makes it awesome. Well, it makes it entertaining for the fans. I, I got to admit that. And uh, you guys have pretty good lines at your uh, autograph sessions uh, with the pre-race. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. neat to yeah. see. Yeah, man, it's sure. really neat to see. And I always have to ask you, what uh, what are your plans outside of ARCA? Uh, we've only got a few races left, and we've got a lot of fall. Uh, are you going to pull the late model yeah. out at all? Uh, I don't know. I would really like to kind of run uh, a super down at the Derby uh, and hopefully go. Uh, I've came close twice to winning that thing, just uh, haven't been able to pull it off. So hopefully maybe I could get Marty and all all my guys that I have on my ARCA team to uh, build a super and uh, bring my whole entire program uh, down to the Derby and uh, maybe go for a win down there. Wow, that's that, that would be great, uh, especially coming with the whole team and uh, having them behind you like that would be uh, fantastic. I wish the best of luck with that. Uh, I know we'll see you at the Derby with or without a car, and uh, we'll see you at uh, Springfield coming up. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it. All right, Dane. I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Thanks All for right. calling in. Thanks. Thank you. Right, Rowdy. Uh, thank you, Mark. Hey, uh, Zane, would you take one caller? I got uh, no Todd problem. Bixby calling. All right, Todd. Hey, Todd, Absolutely. you're live with Zane Smith. Hi, Zane. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, congratulations on your win. Of course, I got to see you after because of our torrential down rain. Yeah, yeah, we... Uh... Finally got the fourth win. Been been a while, but um, good to finally get it. Now we got to chase five. Now I'm going to throw something out there. Now, when you took the lead, and you knew the rain was coming, if the rain wasn't coming, do you think you still would have been able to keep the lead? Yeah. So uh, I got that question a couple times. Uh, absolutely. I I don't know if I had uh, cleared that up in my interview enough, but. Um, a big reason why Sheldon caught me um, was because I was running out of gas, and probably a lap or two more I would have ran out. Um, and that was because you have to maintain pace with the pace car. And uh, so pretty much at Pocono, uh, all the big where you're wide open a good bit, a mile and a half, uh, we save right from the get-go. So um, I was saving a ton, and um, and they'll actually backfire a few times, and you got to – uh, basically just restart everything, all your switches. And I fell a little bit back, but about five back on the pace car and the 54 tried getting by me and I got back to him and uh, I didn't fall back enough. So they gave me a spot back. So um, Marty basically told me to, to quit saving, uh, just save with clutch. So I wasn't able to shut it off uh, and save as much as uh, everyone else. Uh, and so on, on the straightaways, which you know, uh, straightaways of Pocono are, are pretty damn big. So, <laughs> a quarter of the way uh, down it, and then a quarter of the way at the very end, um, we would, our fuel pressure gauge would basically drop to 20 to 10. And so um, it would be like I was pulling a parachute down straight away. So that's how he was able to gain all that time back on me. Um, so 
we we both knew that we were racing to lap 31 and um but yeah i know uh, the handling of my car since uh we unloaded there was was really good so no doubt in my mind i was uh i was going to be able to hold that lead yeah seeing your name at the your number at the top of that board and that that was really cool to see and uh i got to say I was very impressed with your driving and um, wishing you the best of the rest of the year. Um, Keep on doing what you're doing, and uh, I'll be looking forward to keeping up on you throughout the rest of the year. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Hey, Zane, we're going to talk just a few minutes real quickly about your sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you know me or not, but um, who are listening, but um, I wouldn't be able to do it uh, without them. And I've, I've pretty much been sponsored since since the get-go. Um, and that's that's La Paz Margarita Mix, which which have been with me for a really long time, as long as with Icon Vehicle Dynamics and uh, Ultra Wheel. Then uh, Speed Vegas has been a big help this year as well. And Alpine Star, uh, pretty much everyone together just uh, makes for one awesome team. Well, you represent them well. Saying, and uh, we appreciate you spending a little time with us on Monday night. And uh, where can they follow you on the social media wagon? Yeah, I'm pretty much on all of it uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. It's all at uh, Zane Smith 41 or Zane Smith. Uh, so just check me out on there, give me a follow, and uh, stay updated with whatever I'm doing. I'm uh, pretty much always doing something. I can't stand to be bored. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's uh, good to be back. Thank you, Zane. Go home and have fun in California for a couple of days. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Again, Zane. Thanks. Looking forward to it. All right, guys. Band with four in a row, or not in a row, but four this year. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see four in a row this year, Rowdy, but MDM just seems to have a clamp on uh, on the tracks right now, and uh, the, the two dirt tracks, I'm sure, are going to throw a little equilibrium into things, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens after Springfield and the coin where the points battle winds up. Well, it's there's nothing for sure in, in what – between uh, the two at the top there, that that could go either way right now. And ain't nothing sewed up. No. No, and I think it's going to be between those two. Uh, you never know. Things happen. Uh, a, a bad <laughs> race here or there, and, and the next thing you know, you're not in that points lead like you were. So, uh, it, yeah, it takes, it takes some uh, – uh, some good driving and, and good races to keep that air, and, and we'll see who can do it. Well, Mark, it's been an, an unusual one. It's it back to back ranges, hadn't we? That's kind of a. <clears throat> Yeah, Berlin and then Pocono. At least they got Pocono in and and got halfway, and at least the teams got to race, and that's that's what counts. But it would have been nice to see 
uh, if they'd been able to run the full distance, who would have won? I, I think maybe things would have changed in the on the leaderboard, but it is what it is. Uh, it's a win for Zane Smith, second for Sheldon Creed. A little bit of a, a gap in the points uh, separation is taken up, and uh, we go on to uh, Springfield, and we'll see what happens there. That's uh, 19 days. It is rowdy. Uh, boy, I, you know what? Zane sounds like he's going to have a nice time in California and Idaho, so uh, best of trips to him, safe landings, and uh, – I wouldn't mind joining them. <laughs> I hear you. Me neither. Hey, Mark, let's just stop and take a little break here before we bring Brad Smith on his by itself. All right, Rowdy. <clears throat> At the floor of Bama Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Changed after those white sugar strands To the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air He had his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said this is the promised land, it's one the heart of Dixie me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows,
I've been bam, bam, bamatized. All right, we're we're kind of waiting on Brad's supposed to call in about 7.30 Eastern Time, 6.30 Central. Well, hopefully we got a, we all connected with Brad. I'm looking forward to talking with him as much as we were talking with Zane. Uh, like we said, ARCA wouldn't be ARCA without drivers and teams like Brad Smith. That's exactly right. Well, you got to say Brad, didn't you? Todd? Yeah, I, I, I got to hang out with him for a little bit. Uh, didn't want him about him too much because they were working really hard on the car. Um, really great. Yeah, I, I give all them teams credit, and uh, they work extremely hard, and they're out there trying their best. Extremely hard. And I imagine he's working probably. He's, he's already scheming and scamming for the uh, dirt race. Yeah, and a little monkey wrench of having to run Berlin between the Springfield and the coin races probably doesn't help either, Rowdy. Yeah. Yeah, going from dirt to asphalt to dirt. Well, Todd, what was your... uh... How'd you, how would you sum up your your day with Arca on Friday? Uh, it was you know to see each each and every driver. I went through and got to see them all, got to talk with them all, got to see all the hard work that they put into this, just to put on a great show for the fans. Seeing the stuff that you don't see on TV. It really amazes me, and you can't thank each and every team enough for what they do for the fans. I ended up at the autograph session. Like the rest of us, Todd. I only ended up at the autograph session because here in our ARCA racing group, we're going to do some great giveaways. I saw that. Going to have a few uh, hero cards available, I understand. Yes, I do. I uh, got a few of them from a little bit from each, a little bit from everybody, and uh, I plan on making sure that we we come up with some good questions and um, can't think. The drivers enough for doing doing going along with this and helping me out with it. Oh, great, Todd! That's great. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what happens with it. Hey, and if you know anybody who wants to join the group, send them over. Always something on yep. there new every day, in there, Todd. Smart. Every day, everybody's trying to keep. Each and every fan updated on the latest news. Um, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to the giveaways because I'm figuring it's going to help draw some more people in. We want to hit that 1,000 mark. 
Yeah, we're at uh, six eighty something now. Yeah. What, what what is it? Isn't that pretty close? Isn't that am I right? Yep, it's pretty close. Hey, there's some uh, pretty cool people pays attention to to that page too, guys. I don't know if you know some of the people that like some of the stuff, but they have an ARCA history and a past, and I appreciate everybody that comes on there and uh, adds what they do. No, it's a neat site. It's a nice group. They do a lot of great stuff. Uh, and there are always interesting things on the site. And, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be a member. Well, hi, guys. You know, it's the 66th running of the Arca Racing Series presented by Bernard's, and it's been an awesome year so far. It's almost over, Rowdy. That's what's scary. I know. That's why I'm trying to say it now, because... <laughs> When when we was looking in the third race for that eleven stretch, it, it seemed like a long time, but that's gone. It is. They're getting their little break now, and uh, we're hitting the, we're hitting the home stretch here. We have what five races left, Rowdy? Five races. That ends on October. I've October said it before, the after Kansas, after the Kansas race, it seems like we are just in Daytona. And that's the truth, Mark. <laughs> you, you, you know, Mark. We'll be back. You know, Mark. Uh, I did come back with some good souvenirs from Pocono. You did, Todd. That's great. That's always good. What you? What you uh you want to share with everybody what you got? I ended up with the rear bumper cover off the '77 car of Joe Graff Jr. Okay. Thanks to Mr. Rowdy Maglite, I ended up coming home with a general tire, and I came <laughs> home, and I came home with a pit helmet. Wow. All the necessities when you're helping out on a weekend, uh, Todd. That's coming handy in the future for you, won't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And I, I was nice. There was some people at the hotel that were at the races that didn't have the opportunity to go where I could go. So I gave them each a piece of the car so they were happy-go-lucky fans. Share the wealth, Todd. I like that. To me, it's all about the kids. Yeah. It is. Uh, Rowdy's going to work on that with his grandchildren, and uh, uh, and I think everybody else should work on it, bring their grandkids, their kids uh, out to a race. Uh, going to your local tracks, very affordable. It's a lot of fun, and I guarantee your kids are going to love it. Well, you know, you can go take Xfinity and Truck Series. You buy an adult, you can take, I know you can take two or three kids with you, under 12, 12 and under. And, that, hey, listen, that's that's cheap entertainment. Yeah, you get you as the adult get to go and enjoy it, and at the same time you're exposing a younger 
hopefully set of viewers and, and fans in the, for the future and get them rolling in it. And uh, I, I like that. I, I always look around at the uh, races and, and uh, you know, check what's family and what's not family. And uh, we need to get those younger fans involved. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, Rowdy. Well, I'm going to say it again. Atlanta is one place that the, the crowd's not that big, but I see parents bringing their kids to the race, which to me looks, if, if they can just hold on to get these kids up to start buying tickets, they are bringing them out there. And, and listen, that uh, Saturday race, all you had to do was go to that QT, which is a little convenience store all over Georgia, and get one of their brochures and take it to the booth. And those, the Xfinity and the truck race was $10 for the day. That's what I said. $10. a race. Yeah, you can't go wrong. You, no. you can't you can't go to the you can't go to a movie and spend under ten dollars and that's after you buy the ticket in the concession stands for a popcorn and a candy and a drink, you're talking twelve, fifteen, twenty dollars. You can bring your own stuff, you know. They're not going to hold you up like the movie theater place. You can bring your own coolers. You, you don't have to smuggle your milk duds in. <laughs> That's hot and hard enough to do. <laughs> Especially that big box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, us bigger guys, we hide better. So, Todd, it, it come. From what I could see, as soon as they pretty much pitted, the bottom pretty much dropped out of it, didn't it? Yeah. And then what they just did the uh, victory lane in the garage? Yeah. Um, That access to people in the garage, too, didn't it? Yeah. Versus the victory lane where they had the fence around it, at least with the garage area, you could actually get closer to them. But when they did that, it was downpouring so bad and lightning, you didn't dare to come out of the holler. So it was lightning, too. Oh, oh yeah, there was some big lightning. That, that's why they were uh, calling it, and it was almost to a hail rain. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've been to tracks when that's happened before. Yeah, you just you have no choice but to call it at that point. Yeah, just because, you know, they don't have the rain tires and the wiper. I don't think I want to watch an oval track race in rain tires. I rode courses <laughs> once. Yeah, I'm with you, and I'll probably And I'll probably we'll get arguments on it, Rowdy. We, we will, but... I, I don't want to see an oval track with rain tires. What about you, Todd? No. It, it would have been real interesting if they would have had rain tires and a wiper to finish out the Pocono race. But the, the, as bad as what was coming down, I am super glad that they called it for the safety of the fans and the teams. Yeah, they they didn't waste they didn't waste any time in calling that race either, did they? 
No, they knew it was coming. They were watching it closely, and they had it up on the big screen. And when it said it was going to hit, it did. Well, from what I've seen, it, it, <laughs> when it got there, it got there. There wasn't no bringing that track back till the next day. Our yeah. team with a vengeance. Which made for a great race for Saturday, didn't it, Todd? Come on now. It looked like that was a beautiful afternoon. It was gorgeous there. It was hot. Um, I ended up helping out a team in the trucks and got sunburnt on my shoulders. Uh, Who was driving that truck, Todd? B.J. McLeod was driving the 74 Mike Carmen truck. Yeah. Mike was out at Iowa. Yep. Yeah. Uh, BJ's an old super late mile guy out of Florida and uh, has been running uh, trucks, Xfinity, and cup cars in all, all three divisions this season, has he not, Todd? Yeah. Yep. Uh, race was phenomenal. Uh, I'm glad for practices. You guys know why? There was a few teams that had a couple issues as they were getting ready to go out. And I actually had to run and go and help push one of the trucks back to the garage area. What was <laughs> up, Todd? Um, on the 87 of uh, originally Joe Nemechek's truck, it was Timmy Hill driving it. And they forgot to okay. hook up a fuel line. Oh, that'll, that'll affect the running of a truck. Oh, yeah. And I really didn't know because there was no name on it. And later on, he had come up to me and thanked me for helping pushing him back to the garage. At least he recognized you. Well, I've been around <laughs> the track long enough that if you don't know me, well, sorry. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Yeah, you're an old pit rat like me, Todd. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, guys. Well, you know, you're one too, Rowdy. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Not at all. <laughs> I guess you could call us a redneck pit rat. Well, hey, Mark, you have redneck south, you got rednecks up north. You got rednecks in the east and the west coast. So we got them all over. They're worldwide, guys. They're worldwide. It's good to hear Zane's gonna, maybe going to dust off and uh, come down to the Derby. It sounds like he has some grand plans for the Derby, Rowdy. Uh, a new car, the ARCA team. Uh, whew, I hope he's able to pull it off. That, that'll just just what we need is another team to compete with Kyle Busch Motorsports. Hey, listen, and you know what, Mark? It won't be long. We're going to be talking about the Derby. We'll have – let's try to get – let's do the same thing and get Bob Dilder and uh, Tim Bryant. Uh, you know, Adam Mackey, we need to get – we need to get Adam on here before uh, – Yep. We, we well, we'll get him on before. a couple weeks before Springfield. 
That's right. And the coin. Yeah. And Lucas Oil. We still have, yeah, we still have three three track enterprise races to, to go from the that's over half the, the, the races left, Rowdy, so we'll we'll be dealing with Adam and, and Bob Sargent and the rest of them a lot. I just hope for great weather for the rest of the three that they've got with us. Yeah. Uh it's it's uh it's a nice evening here in Chi Town. It's not too warm, it's not too hot, little breeze off Lake Michigan makes it real comfortable. Well, the humidity's rocking in here in Alabama, let me tell you. <laughs> well, it's almost August, right? You're supposed to be having that hot and humid weather. That's right. And all y'all northerners know what I'm talking about up there. Whoo, doggy. I'll take what I've got right now. Sometimes the lake can be real brutally, especially in the winter. But in the summer, it's a it's a blessing, boy. Uh, you know, you know what, Rowdy? Go ahead, Todd. Go ahead, Todd. You know, some of these ARCA drivers really aren't taking much time off. Um, up here at Watkins Glen, I just got the list. Um, I don't have it quite on me. Uh, some of the ARCA drivers are racing in the K&M here at Watkins Glen. Oh, I'm not surprised. It'll help for the K&M fields. That's for sure. And we got some good road racers in the ARCA series, too. Well, most definitely. All right. Guys, I believe we got our next caller calling in. All right. All right. I'd like to welcome the driver to number 48, Brad Smith, back to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Welcome back, Brad. Thanks, Rowdy. It's good to be back. How are you guys doing? Well, we're doing good, Brad. You know, uh, we uh, if you're listening to us, we're all complaining about the hot weather, but none of us have had to drive a race car with a with a fire suit on. So, what we got to complain about? That's right. Careful what you ask for, because <laughs> it can be worse. Uh, That's right. Grass is a heat situation. I, I mean, you're you're like. Uh, you're older than the, these uh, new generation guys. How's, how's, how do you prepare yourself for the heat now? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm just used to it. I mean, we, you know, we don't have, you know, the cool suit or any kind of cooling devices inside the car. We just, just kind of tough it out. Old-fashioned hand kind of out the window net, and that's it. Yeah, under cautions, yeah, you definitely scoop a little air towards your face. <laughs> but, uh, that and a, a drink of water every once in a while, but uh, that's about it. I mean, I guess our races are short enough that, you know, you can get by for an hour and a half without uh, without really dehydrating too badly. Well, Brad, I, I know you've been at this a long time. Uh, kind of an unusual season with a with a rain here, with a rain out, and then this quick race at Pocono. Do you recall a, a season like this? You know, it's been quite a while. Um, I've always sent a, 
said if anybody could get a race in that shouldn't get in, it was Ron Drager. Um, he, uh, we've been very lucky about, you know, finding that little hole in the weather pattern and getting races in, uh, this year, it just hasn't been, we just haven't been quite as lucky, but, uh, yeah, we've, you know, quite, quite a few years ago, we had some rain at Charlotte, uh, the rain, the race got delayed a day or two, and then we had to race and then jump in our cars and hurry up to Berlin Speedway, um, just in time to get that race started. So, uh, yeah, we've had weather issues, but uh, it has been a while, so that's that's why this seems so unusual. Well, Brad, did your brother think he was going to grow up to be a race car mechanic again? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, wife, tell you what, his wife ain't all that happy about it right now. But, uh, <laughs> nah, he's, uh, he's a natural when it comes to mechanics, and he's a really good fabricator in uh, – you know, he's just really good at this stuff. So I'm glad that, uh, he was available to help me not, you know, after we had to take the team back over. Um, so he, he's been a huge help and, uh, you know, I can't thank him enough and, uh, I truly appreciate what he's done for me. Well, Brad, I know it's been a struggle, but you've been, you've been to every race. That was, uh, yeah. I was just, I, I admire you. I, I know it's been a struggle to make it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was an owner driver for a number of years, so you know, I knew what I had to do. You know, going into this thing, um, the timing was just terrible, obviously, and uh, you know, lose, losing somebody like James, who was you know a good friend, a confidant, uh, a great advisor at the racetrack, and. You know, him and Tweet were always setting up the car and getting it to the track. You know, I miss all that stuff. But, uh, you know, my brother and I just made up our minds that we were going to make this work. We weren't going to miss any races, no matter, you know, what it took to get it done. And, uh, you know, there were some races this year that we showed up at that, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of time to get the car prepared in between races. And, you know, we weren't quite as good as we could have been, but... uh, you know, the overall picture is to not miss any races, and, and we've accomplished that goal. And and we've done it with only one car and one engine. So, you know, that, that further handicapped us in that, you know, we've kept the car geared down so that we're not turning a lot of RPM. And, uh, you know, the motor that we put in the car was one that, you know, was on the rack for a rebuild a year and a half ago, you know, when we crashed out at uh, Springfield. And that engine was worn out then, and, you know, it got called back into duty. And uh, it's a good engine, obviously. It's lasted. But, uh, you know, we've been punishing it a lot more than than we wanted to. But, uh, you know, once this season ends, we'll definitely get that engine rebuilt. And uh, we've got some other stuff going on, you know, getting our Ilmore freshened and hopefully getting another Ilmore engine so that next year we can come back swinging and – you know, be a little more competitive with the top cars. Hey, Mark, you're live with Brad Smith. Thanks, Rowdy. Hey, Brad, uh, I always enjoy seeing you at the track and chatting with you. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, you made it to the 11-week stretch. Are you guys able to catch your breath, or is it even busier for you with the race team with this time off? Well, 
you know, it was supposed to be a little bit of a breather here, but uh, I no sooner got home from Pocono and I got a phone call that uh, another one of the competitors had issues with a trailer and it got pulled out of service and uh, my brother and I are trying to, you know, get our trailer DOT legal so we can go pick up his race car that's just sitting out at a truck stop right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know, we've kind of jumped from the pan into the fire here, but uh, we got, what, about two or three weeks off until the next race, so, you know, we'll we'll get a few personal things done, like cut the grass that have kind of lagged behind all summer, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll play catch-up. We want to get some sponsor letters out there, because this is really the time to start looking for next year's sponsors, and uh, maybe get caught up at work, too. I think my boss would be happy if I did that. And, uh, you know, just try and do all the things that, you know, when you're working the equivalent of two full-time jobs that just kind of don't get done on a regular basis. So uh, I'd like to get a little caught up with all that. That's understandable. Now, with uh, the the rain out of Berlin and it being mm-hmm. the rain date being put between the two dirt races, that affects a small, small team like you, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it would have been nice because we run very similar setups at Springfield and DuCoin. You know, I always run the same gear at both places. So for us, it would have been a matter of, you know, park the car after Springfield, clean it up a little bit, but not really have to do much with the spring shocks and gears where, you know, now we're going to have to go from Springfield, you know, to a uh, Berlin setup and then back to a DuCoin setup. So... Yeah, it was kind of nice that uh, the way the schedule originally was, we would have had the two dirt tracks right in a row. But, uh, you know, you got to expect a rain out here and there, and that's just the nature of the business. And and I guess if this was easy, everybody would be doing it. So, you know, we'll just bear down and do what we got to do. Well, at Berlin, I walked up, finally the rain had finally stopped. I walked up to get my credentials to get in, and the woman put her finger up to hang on a second and turned around and came back to me and says, we're going to call it. And I was really surprised because, you know, the weather turned, but it, it wasn't long before the rain was back, was it? No, not at all. And I don't know what the rules are there for starting races late at night. Um, somebody said we weren't allowed to run Sunday there, so... You know, just right. a local ordinance that, you know, it's just part of the racing deal that you, you learn to kind of grin and bear it. And I guess if there's a race on our schedule that i got to make two trips to, I'd, I'd pick Berlin or Toledo for, you know, at least it's a short <laughs> trip back. Toledo's a little closer than Berlin for you, but at least you're staying in the same state, Brad. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Michigan's, a, Michigan's a pretty wide state, so from uh, from one end to the other, uh, we're we're looking forward to seeing you in Springfield and Berlin, and, and hopefully DeCoin too. So. Uh, oh yeah, what, one way or another, we'll be, we'll beat all of them. And and it's always good to see your smiling face and you guys working so hard and getting the car ready. And you have run better the past few weeks and. Uh, uh, your your position and point shows it. And, uh, I hope you're able to maintain that tenth position and maybe even move up another one. Yeah, I got a feeling this is about where we're going to finish because all the guys ahead of us, you know, they're all regulars too. And this late in the season, it's tough to make up a whole lot of points. 
Um, if you're more than 100 points behind somebody at this point, you're probably going to stay there. Um, but we'll hang in there. We'll see what happens. I mean, sometimes guys drop toward the end of the season. They run out of money or, you know, have disagreements with their car owner or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're in the top ten again. Yeah, we're in the top ten again this year for the third year in a row. So, you know, we're just going to hang in there and keep doing what we're doing. And, you know, obviously this wasn't a stellar season for us. We're starting to look toward the next season already. But, uh, you know, we do have to finish this one before we start looking too far ahead. So that's that's what we're doing. Well, go for it, my friend. I, I'm just so glad to see you guys back at the track and doing what you're doing and, and maintaining the, the 48 and the uh, the history of it all and uh, more power to you. I, I always enjoy seeing you guys at the tracks, and I look forward to seeing you again. And I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy, Brad. You're welcome. Take her away, Ryan. All right. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Brad, will you take a caller here? Sure. All all right. Hey, uh, Todd, you're live with Brad Smith. Brad, thank you for uh, coming on the show. Um, Thank you for everything that you do um, for the fans. Uh, Enjoy seeing you guys this weekend at Pocono. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for the kind words, and we appreciate you going to the races and uh, supporting our series. Um, we, I can honestly say we do it for the fans. You know, we, we, we love our fans. We love the autograph session. Um, you know, the the racing series, you know, you've heard it said a million times that we're all like family and we are and and the fans are a big part of that mix so you know we love going to places like Pocono where the Mattiolis have always taken care of Arca and uh, you know it's it's a great track great heritage you know great history but uh, we appreciate you supporting the series Um, now in Pocono were you having any issues as far as slowing your car down? Um, we were playing around with some experimental setups, and uh, we weren't perfect with our setup. Um, but really, the, our, the biggest reason we weren't real fast at Pocono, we had the car geared way down so we'd only turn about 7,000 RPM because uh, the engine we're running is pretty pretty old and worn out. And, uh, you know, we can't afford to have an engine let go at this point because we don't have a backup. So between that and, uh, you know, we only had one exhaust system, and that was one with mufflers on it. And so that that hurt us a bit at Pocono also. So, uh, yeah, we weren't weren't fast. It was a combination of engine and setup. But, uh, you know, we finished, which that was the most important thing for us to stay in the points. Well, I I want to thank you for everything you do and thank you for taking time to answer a question for me. Well, no problem. And again, thanks for your support and thanks for listening to Rowdy's show. I, we you know, I enjoy calling into it and uh I see Rowdy, Jeff and Mark at the track all the time and uh you know, they're great guys, great dealing with them and uh I enjoy doing the show with them. 
Thank you. Thank you, Todd, and thank you, uh, Brad. Listen, I got one more. I got Don, Don Witt, and I know you know that Wrangler from the Wayne Peterson group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Don, Don you live with uh, Brad, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you and uh, Con? Y'all are y'all pretty much uh, ride to the racetrack together, don't you? Well, we don't ride together per se because I'm usually towing my car on an open trailer and he's, you know, towing one of Wayne's. But uh, we come, you know, we both worked at Chrysler at one time, and we both live in the same general area. So uh, we, we cross paths quite often, and obviously we like competing with each other out there for bragging rights. Yeah. Oh, but, I understand uh, that. Yeah. How, how's Wayne doing? Is he doing good, though? As, as far as I know, he is. Um, oh, okay. Cause I mean, see, help, I had, I had, go ahead. I, had, I hadn't seen him since we left Talladega. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Because uh, yeah. because he told me he told me there for a couple of races he's like this is the first time that he's like I'm not going to Berlin but lo and behold he he shows up at Berlin you know yep. and then he shows up at Pocono you know which uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking he lost the motor at Pocono yeah I'm not sure what happened to those guys at Pocono um, well actually no Cotton was running at the end of Pocono. Oh, uh, was it? Well, there. Uh, I just yeah, saw I think one of his cars smoking. I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah, no, it, but... it might have been one of the start and park deals. But uh, no, Con finished right behind us. Actually, I think he was 23rd. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, and uh, right. no, Wayne's been at the tracks and doing fine. And you know, he's he's doing his normal thing of bringing two or three cars three, and you three know, cars. It is. Yeah. I think he had but, three uh, at Pocono, and he's had three at a couple races this year. Yep. Yeah. No. But, but uh, hey, now do you do you know any good Wayne Peterson stories? Well, probably none that I could really tell on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I but I will say this: hey, Wayne good. is one of the most colorful owners in ARCA. I can tell you that for sure. I drove for him for a year and a half back in the 90s, and, uh, you know, we didn't have much money, and we weren't overly competitive, but uh, we probably had a better time than any other team did, so I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> say that. Wayne, Wayne's an interesting yeah. person, and I mean that in a yeah. good way. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm leery that Wayne, this might be his last year, y'all having to go to a composite body the whole season next year and then the Ilmore Motor. So you know, you know what kind of money you're talking about. You know, so Yeah. But I I tell you this, I've heard people say it's Wayne Peterson's last year for about the last twenty years or so. And, uh, <laughs> well, you, know, you know he's been Wayne's still only seventy five years old. Well, I I tell you what, people ask me about Wayne and I say, you know, Wayne's like a cockroach. Everybody thinks he's going away. They're going to get rid of him or whatever, but he outlasts everybody. So, uh, you know, power to him. You know, we, we love Wayne. He's a great guy. Um, you know, he, he does the best he can bringing cars to the track, and, uh, you know, I, I hope the best for him. 
I really yeah. do. Well, 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 the word's out. He turned 80 in uh, May. Yeah. So we can just keep up with it from now. Well, <laughs> I, like I said, <laughs> I I heard Wayne wasn't driving anymore. I think at driver's introduction last year, and I think they've introduced him about – Five more times this year at driver's intro. So, yeah. <laughs> have, have you seen him? Do you do you pay close close attention to how he drives? He turns his head sideways so he can see where he's going. <laughs> well, you know Wayne Wayne's pretty unique in a lot of different ways, so it wouldn't surprise me if he did that. But uh, now nah, he's an interesting guy and he's great to have around. And uh, oh, he I is. Can appreciate I, I love the him effort. Yeah, yeah, I love him to do uh, You got to appreciate the effort he puts into it, bringing two or three cars, and you know he's way underfunded. So, uh, but I think I think he's going to find a way to get a composite body in an Ilmore engine. Uh, I don't think you've seen the last of Wayne this year. Yeah, no, you know he's, he's got the composite, composite body. Yeah, yeah, yep. he's got he's got it. He, Wayne's going to be back. Y'all know it like I know it. Appreciate yep. it, Don. All right. Hey, good. Thanks for calling, Don. Hey, uh, Brad, you want to tell everybody where yeah. they can follow you on your show, social media, how they can keep up with you? Well, we know we got the website, bradsmithmotorsports.com. And uh, and then we got a PR guy that started a Twitter account. Um, I think it's called at driver Brad Smith. Pretty sure that's what it is. You can always uh, reach us there, and uh, you know we try and answer every question. Or you know the PR guys always putting on these little contests, like should I grow the mustache back or not, and all all that good stuff. But uh, that's the two best ways: is the the website and then the Twitter account. Well, Brad, I'm glad you keep pushing forward, my man. Uh, I'm looking forward to Daytona. Sounds like got good things yeah. coming. You're holding the 48 number. Yeah, we're going to keep the 48 number rolling. And then uh, my brother and I are talking about, you know, doing a second car next year um, with the number 26 that, you know, I've I've maintained ownership of. Um, so so we could have two cars next year. Just I would say it's about a 50-50 chance right now. Great, that's good. That's but, good. Uh, yeah. Hey, Rowdy, can I can I take a second to put a shout out to my guys? That's exactly what I was going to do next, uh, Brad. Because yeah, listen, I have failed to see a driver during a race get out of the car, put tires and gas in, and then get back in the car and win a race. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Go go well, ahead, because that's your backbone. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I think I got the greatest crew in the series. I mean, I, I know a lot of the the guys are on the other teams. They're professionals. They're getting paid. You know, they know, you know, they know a lot about the cars, the setups, et cetera, et cetera. Our crew is pretty much volunteer. Um, it's different crews at different tracks. You know, we kind of have an East Coast pit crew. We kind of got a a Western swing type one, and then more of a Midwest, and it's different guys. But I can honestly tell you, everybody that's, you know, been on this team with Hilton Motorsports, you know, has stuck with us after James and Tweet's accident. 
Um, you know, they want to see the team keep going, so we're, we're going to keep it going. But I tell you what, they come to the track, they, they work as hard as anybody, and I always tell them if, if we have an advantage over other teams, it's just because I think we have more heart. You know, these guys really put their efforts into it, and uh, I think it shows the fact that we're just we're able to come to the track every week with, you know, with minimal resources and, and just keep running. And, you know, we're hanging in there until things get better for us, and I, I think next year's going to be a decent year for us. I really do. Well, you know, uh, and keep Terry in our prayers, too, and thoughts. Uh, I know he's coming yes, along absolutely. pretty good there. So uh, that was yep. one of the things I wanted absolutely. to close in on, uh, Brad. Uh, just a blessed man to still be on the earth to, to take another breath another day. Yep. Yeah, sometimes we uh, we kind of forget that. You know, we get all caught up in the competitiveness and – you know, trying to win or, you know, just trying to outdo the other guy. But, uh, you know, you've had some personal tragedies in your family. Obviously, I had some here in mind this year. And, you know, we, we realized how valuable and how fragile life really can be. And uh, we have to be thankful for it. We really do. Uh, living on a small thread. Brad, thanks for coming on. And uh, I appreciate it. I always enjoy, you know, getting to see y'all. Of course, you don't have a whole lot of time to talk when you're at the track, but when we do get to <laughs> get around to you, it's great to see you. Well, same thing here, Rowdy. We love seeing you at the track. You know, I know Jeff and Mark go to a lot of them when you can't. And, uh, you know, just your whole crew is a great group of guys to work with. And uh, helping fun. me out on the big brother, big sister thing has been really big, too. So, uh and we might be making an announcement on another uh, another sponsorship with uh, another organization similar to Big Brothers Big Sisters. So we're kind of we're kind of growing our little uh, our little side deals here. But uh, I'll keep you informed on that. But it'll happen before the end of the season. Sounds great, Brad. Thanks for coming on and being part of the Rowdy Maglite Show again tonight. All right. Thanks for having me, bud. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Brad. Yep, take care, Mark. All right. Yep. We'll, be see, we'll be seeing Brad. Uh, hopefully, I'll get to see Brad when we hit the dirt in Springfield at the State Fair. Next event. The next event, Rowdy. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. we got a couple people we have to see when we get to Springfield. Mr. O.E. Smith and his purple school bus, Brad Smith. Wayne Peterson Racing, uh, and a bunch more. We'll we'll be busy, that's for sure. Exactly. Let's stop just a minute here. Pack up the crew and head out to Talladega Super Speedway for race weekend October 12th through 14th. Ticket holders for the 1000bulbs.com 500 can enjoy free camping in three different campgrounds around the track. This is more than a race. This is Talladega. Pack up the crew and head out to Talladega Super Speedway for race weekend October 12th through 14th. Ticket holders for the 1000bulbs.com 500 can enjoy free camping in three different campgrounds around the track. This is more than a race. This is Talladega. Well, all right, guys. Hey, we're going to start on the top of the next hour, Mark. What is, how's that sound to you? 
I'm ready to go, Rowdy. It's Monday night. That's why we're here. And Talladega drops, and get ready to do the do the Boulevard again. And uh, looking forward to it. But hey, we got our next guest called in here, and let's let's bring her on. She's uh, not a stranger to the show. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Vicki Gibson. Hello, Rowdy. How are you? I'm doing good, Vicki. Kind of keeping up with you on the social media sites. You've been kind of busy, hadn't you? I have, and you know, I was just thinking today, the last time I saw you, you were in a tuxedo. You look like Sean Connery going to the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I didn't look in that mirror. <laughs> I didn't see that guy in the mirror, but I was really trying to, you know, it was like we were playing phone tag, except it was booth tag. You was upstairs, I was downstairs, and it was vice versa. Yes, I'm so looking forward to PRI this year. It'll be a great show again. Vicky, you got to, uh, I got to see some of your interviews at the uh, Motor Fest. I mean, that's got to be one heck of a Friday right there. It was. It was a dream come true. I mean, talking to Bobby Allison and Humpy Wheeler and everybody to Ross Chastain and the LaJoys, I mean, and uh, Tim Flock's wife. I mean, Francis Flock had some great stories about Jocko Flocko, the monkey, and it's just, it was like, it was going through every generation of NASCAR. It was the most amazing experience. Well, I got to meet Miss Flock at, at Darlington with Fireball Roberts' wife. Uh, gosh, that's been probably 14, 13, 14 years ago. And uh, they loved going to the races, and they're still going too, aren't they? <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. They're still going strong, keeping that memory alive. Well, Vicky, last time we talked a little hockey and and, uh, and a little racing, but according to those, I, kn- I know those skates will uh, increase your height, but some of those guys look like giants that you got on the crease monkeys there. <laughs> they are. I think um, you're talking about my goalie, Chris Mariner. He's um, seven feet tall on skates, and he's a big boy. <laughs> I tell you, he's. Uh, I can see how he can stop the puck because he looks like he fills the basket up. <laughs> yes, and I'm doing, still doing it strong, trying to bridge the gap between, you know, hockey and racing, and you know, we have those same demographics. We, you know, um, it, you know, both sports have a lot of grit, uh, fights and speed and adrenaline, and it's just, you know, it's a beautiful marriage. And I've been talking a little bit with NASCAR about you know, doing some cross promotions between the two sports and, um, you know, in addition to my racing reality TV show that is still going strong and we are still working on that and getting it together. It's taking us a little longer. Um, we're going to be doing a television show as well that um, takes us into both um, hockey and the NHL and uh, NASCAR and racing. So it gives us a little, you know, behind the scenes peek and, gets into the life of maybe some of the NHL players and NASCAR drivers and, you know, really um, makes us familiar with both. Um, There's a lot of love in hockey for racing. And I'm doing this with um, my co-host, who I do have on the line um, out of Toronto, Sean Passmore. Um, So, Rowdy, um, 
Say hello to Sean, and Sean, say hello to Rowdy. Hey, Sean. Hey, Rowdy. Hey, how are you? <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, y'all got something going on on a Thursday night. Uh, that sounds yeah, great. Yeah, this is a precursor to our TV show. Sean and I are going to be interviewing interviewing people inside of uh, racing and hockey. Um, Sean is a hockey player. Um, grew up in a hockey family. He also watched NASCAR with his dad all the time when he was growing up and has a huge love for the sport. And I know he really wants to get behind the wheel of a car, so we're going to make that happen for him. Um, but uh, him and I are just, you know, we're going to try and educate the people about both and have a little bit of fun and um, talk about life and, and the two sports and, you know, how much they really, really do have a lot in common and the fan base you know in the winter time when we're not racing I turn to hockey it's 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 that same adrenaline it's that you know same grit so well you you know uh I never knew I thought Wisconsin was just for cold weather and hockey but come to find out Wisconsin's the hotbed for race car NASCAR drivers uh you get a lot of great fans, don't you, Mark, to come out of Wisconsin now? Oh, Wisconsin's been notorious for years with uh, with racing rowdy, and uh, uh, we we uh, Matt Kenseth is a is a champion, and uh, uh, we've had quite a few drivers come through the ranks uh, of Wisconsin and learning how to race as they move their way up. Mark Martin, Rusty Wallace, Dick Trickle—that's just to name a few—and. Uh, there's many, many more. Well, Vicky, Mark's I... like me. If it's about racing, we're ready to tune in and listen to it. And, and when you announce it, I'm like, hey, this is going to be great here. Well, you know, with Sean being up in Canada, I mean, I think he can tell you. I mean, there's some diehard NASCAR fans in Canada. Local track racing up there is huge. Um, you got the NASCAR Pinty Series. You got LP Dumoulin leading the NASCAR Pinty Series, who is probably going to come into Xfinity next year here in the United States. Uh, they're producing some great drivers up there in Canada. Alex LeBay is in Xfinity this year. He won the NASCAR Pinty Series up in Canada. So, I mean, me being American, Sean being Canadian. Um, we're really bridging the gap with racing and hockey. Wouldn't you say that is true, Sean, about the Absolutely. fans up there? Yeah. Absolutely. We're huge race fans up here. And, you know, hockey is a second nature to us. So um, I'm actually excited to go to the race this weekend. So, yeah, it's, it's our off season for hockey. So racing's up there right now. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you, there's not no better feeling to be standing down at the fence when they're, for instance, Talladega. Uh, I don't know if you've got to experience that, but everybody, if you go to Talladega, you need to go down and experience that thunder come by as close as you can get to the track. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait to see it. Yeah, we experienced... Sean and I experienced IndyCar racing when I was in Toronto a few weekends ago. And um, so he got that inside thing. But this weekend, him and I are doing Watkins Glen. So that will be an interesting experience for him being in the garage area of NASCAR races and experiencing that. And 
you know, basically I told them you should probably grab your hockey puck and take a good whiff of it because that's what it smells like at the racetrack, nothing but rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, a lot of people like, you know, on race day, I, there's no alcohol in my system because I want all my seven senses sharp so I can actually realize what's going on. And, you know, it's just something that I just, if a lot of people go to party and have a good time, well, that's after the race. I'm ready to have a good time. But during race time, I want all my seven senses because I want to be able to enjoy all. And and that's what what you get at a NASCAR race or at a stock car race. Yeah, well, when we were up in Toronto and we did the IndyCar race and that, um, I had the experience of drinking beer afterwards with Sean, except I was not warned that Canadian beer is so much stronger, so he had his hands full a little bit for the evening. <laughs> yeah, well, when you get down to about 25, 30 to go, you can kind of start, but, uh, but a lot of folks start early that morning and take it on through the day. I don't know how they they can handle it, but I like to pay all my pants yourself. It's all about So, uh, Vicky, where, where can we find you on the show? How do we? How do we... We're going to do Facebook Live. Um, you know, I'll make it public on my Facebook page so everybody can watch it. Just come to my Facebook page, Vicki Gibson. Um and we're, um, I think our first person that we're interviewing is Thomas Weeks from Fired Up Garage and Mystic Garage from the Discovery Channel. He's, you know, a local track racer by nature and heart, television show trying to keep this new generation, you know, involved in automobiles. You know, we're seeing this generational shift in NASCAR. You know, the average NASCAR fan is around 50, just like the NHL. And, you know, these cars today is they're they're very compact and it's difficult for these kids to work on these cars today with their dads and do the things that we did in our generation and so i mean you know thomas is doing a great job just you know keeping kids interested in that whole millennial generation of you know wrenching on those vehicles and building great race cars and keeping racing alive well, you know, it, it's so hard to, Vicky, as you know, sponsorships tough to come by nowadays. Yes, it is very hard. I'm working on building a cup team right now, and you know, the average annual, um, you know, expense of running a cup team this day and age is twenty five million a year. I mean, it's it's outrageous. I mean, Xfinity is about ten million. Um, you know, it, it's expensive. And even local track racing has gotten extremely expensive. And, you know, right now our economy wasn't like it was at the height of NASCAR in the 90s, so it's harder. Well, Vicki, with that being said, you know, uh, Dave and I talk, you know, Dave sponsors Johnny Madden on the uh, Let's Race magazine. And, uh mm-hmm. You know, Johnny's kind of struggling dirt guy. Can I, I'd like to bring introduce everybody for just a few minutes. We're going to bring Johnny Madden in. Johnny, uh, kind of tell everybody where you race at and kind of what you've been going through. I race at uh, Cedar Ridge Speedway in, in Morgantown, Kentucky. 
running the UMP open wheel modified. Ah, the open and, wheel modifieds are the best on the dirt. They are the best to watch. I can't, I can't, I can't justify saying it enough that I just, I, you know, I've tried asphalt and it just, there's nothing like the thrill of driving a dirt car around it on the dirt. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. We did dirt um, a few times and it, that is such a great experience. I mean, the, the the car control, the handling that you guys need to do is just amazing. It's it's a lot into a lot into it. Uh, it's, it's just uh, you got to stay focused. It's, it's just uh, it's hard to explain it. Really, you'd have to do it to know it. If you ever get well, a chance, there is this great racetrack up in Canada in the Niagara Falls area. It's called Merrittsville Speedway. They have some great dirt racing up there. Well, we was planning on doing some tour, uh, touring this year, but finances ain't letting me do it. I, the only sponsors I've got is uh, John Stennett. He sponsored me a set of tires, and, uh, of course, Dave, he sponsored the wrap on the car. And uh, I just I can't get no I can't get no help. It's just just me on my own. And then yeah, you well, talk really about expenses. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, even at the local level, and I don't think people realize that. And um, you know, my hopes is through my television shows and some of that stuff that I can give back to local track racing and you know really try and help revive it. Well, they say the dirt track's coming back, but I just, I ain't seen it yet. They've Mark, have you ever been to Cedar dirt. Ridge? No, Ronnie, it's uh, not one of the dirt tracks I've been able to get to, maybe someday. Uh, what other tracks are you planning on running? Uh, Mountain? Is it Mountain yeah, like View Speedway? Ponderosa Speedway, or... Paducah Speedway. Okay, you're on the uh, western side of the state. Yeah, I'm, I'm well. I'm right in the middle of Tennessee right now. Okay. So I can travel. Okay. Yeah, I'm about 45 minutes north of Nashville. I've tried to. I build, I build my own car motors and everything. I mean, I don't have no engine builders or nothing, so it's all coming out of pocket. And I've been competitive with these guys. It's running nationwide so I can't complain about my progress I'm just looking well, forward to getting better Johnny Johnny, tell, uh, tell everybody where they can follow you and uh, maybe help you out with some sponsorship if they hear this on tonight I've got a uh, on Facebook it's uh, I've got my own page set up it's uh, Mad Dog Madden Racing and they can they can contact me there. They can contact me on Facebook. There's just uh, there's not that many not that many ways of getting a hold of me. I'm, I work all the time, so <laughs> if you see me on Facebook, you can contact me. Well, I'll get it out Vicky, there on my Facebook page too. Vicky, that's kind of the problem you hear everywhere, though, and and Mark too. It's just so expensive for these guys to to get out and race now. Yeah, it's breaking my heart. 
I mean, at the end of the day, even though I, you know, am, you know, preparing for a NASCAR team, my heart belongs with local track racing. And it's really my hope to try and feed some of those local track racing, you know, people up into NASCAR. And for those of them that want to stay at local track level, giving them a television show that, you know, will showcase them so that they can grab those sponsors. Well, Johnny, you got a nice looking car. Do y'all ever travel this far? I'm sorry? Do y'all travel very much and go to local tracks and promote the tracks themselves? or? Yes, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing a casting call for the television show. We'll be going through local tracks and picking local track drivers across the United States and Canada to be on TV. And once they get on television and, and participate in the show, we're hoping that that will really – you know, give them some light on TV to bring in sponsors and stuff so that they can t- continue local track racing. At the same time, we're really hoping to revive some of the local tracks. Those local tracks are suffering across the United States and Canada, and they need the boost too. So, you know, with that, with fan base brings you the sponsors and the money, and that brings racing back alive. And this is the only way that I can really think of doing it. Well, Kenny Wallace come over and raced against us over last week, or I'm going to say July the 21st, 20th and 21st. Kenny Wallace was over racing his car. Oh, that's really and cool. With us. Yes, it was You never was know really where Kenny Wallace is going to show up and race, do you? No, you don't. He's a wild character, but I, I love him to death. <laughs> oh, I do too. <laughs> He's one of the best characters in racing. Well, I got to get Sean out there to a dirt track race, so we're going to come to Tennessee and watch a race for sure. Well, I really appreciate that. (laughs) You'd love that with you, Sean. Oh, that'd be unreal. I'd love it, (laughs) yeah. I'll let you go out there and roll the track in in a dirt modifier. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) That's a bucket list thing to do, for sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's, You're making hockey players into to race car drivers there, John. Well, I don't care to turn them into one, but, I mean, he can <laughs> actually get the feel for it. He'll see the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh. put, it, yeah. put him into that oh, slide. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, uh, it, yeah put, the dirt's, the dirt's pretty cool. Yeah, you put them into the slide and just hope you can tr- control it. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Vicky, definitely Vicky, exciting. you kind of, you, you and Sean kind of kicked this off Thursday night. Is that right, or is it next Thursday? Yes. No, it's this Thursday. We kick it off with Thomas Weeks from Fired Up in the Discovery Channel. And um, we're going to keep getting, we want to have you on, Rowdy. Um, flip the switch, put you in the hot seat. We're going to do that. It's a live video. It's live on Facebook video-wise, so you're going to have to wear that tuxedo, Rowdy. No, I think I'll skip the tuxedo and get back in my flip-flops in my evening, <laughs> in my evening wear. Yeah. You just have to wear the top half, Rowdy. (laughs) 
Hey, we got we've got listen, we've gotta get y'all have gotta get to a track where we we at least have some time at night, uh, to kinda of go like Talladega to the boulevard or and really there's no other place like Talladega at night time. it's probably one of the best places to be at night. Daytona's pretty cool. Uh one of the the biggest places they had kinda of, I guess he got tired of uh doing it year after year and, and kinda of stopped, but you know, that's what wins fans over. You know, that's part of, I say, camping, cooking, and racing. You can't go wrong yeah, there or tailgating. Certainly, Sean and I will definitely join you. I think Sean would be totally fine with that. He loves loves racing, and he has not seen Talladega. Well, Talladega uh, is a true experience. A true experience. <laughs> I'm glad that's not the first Yeah, and you know, well, the spring they're going to have, they'll be done with a $50 million renovation and uh, the media center redone. The whole infield garage is revamped up, so they're really stepping up the game. Wi Fi also. Yes, that will be awesome. I'm ready. You just tell us where and when. We'll be there. Well, likewise. I tell you, this, the spring race is an awesome, awesome time. We got the ARCA race up next year. Sounds like that sounds like a plan right there. Talladega in the spring, with all the new renovations, it'd be the best time to come. Great place to break in. I'll write it down right now. I'll be there. <laughs> so well, we look uh, forward to having you on. And, you know, like this Thursday at 8, 8, at 8 p.m., we'll be live and, and on there. And every Thursday thereafter, just, you know, diving in deep and from local track to dirt, from pavement to sprint cars to drag strips to – you know, NHL, local hockey, um, junior A hockey. I mean, we're going to hit it all, and we're going to dive deep into both of them, and I think you're going to be quite surprised to see how many hockey fans love auto racing. Well, sounds good. Uh, is that going to be an hour? Y'all doing an hour show? Yes. Okay. Well, Vicki, hey, uh, Anybody you want to shout out to, you and Sean, for you? Sean, you want to say hi to your mom? <laughs> sure. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> and, all, and by the way, Sean is a very good-looking guy, and he's single, so he should probably shout out to all the pretty single ladies out there. Why not, eh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sound like Vicky trying to get you in trouble. And he's a hockey player. Yeah. And he's a hockey player. <laughs> Mark, you got oh, any questions? To part- oh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the race this weekend and eventually meeting you guys somewhere down the line. But, uh, well, yeah, thanks for having us on. Hey, uh, oh, we're looking forward to meeting you, too. Exactly, Sean. But before you get going, I got to listen. I got to, if you're going to be at Watkins Glen, 
Hey, Todd. Yeah. Vicky, John, this is Todd Bixby. Todd calls in, and he he was my reporter this weekend at Pocono, and he's fortunate enough to go to Watkins Glen because it's in his backyard. So, uh, Todd, and y'all be crossing paths somewhere in there because uh, Todd's going to be in the garage Saturday. Todd, is that right? Friday and Saturday with the 78 team of B.J. McLeod. Feel free to stop okay. by so I can meet you. Absolutely. I will do that for sure. Absolutely. Now, Looking Todd, forward to it. Todd. <laughs> Jeremy, Vicky, Todd won't have his tuxedo on. Oh, there you go. I love it. I'm going to have his shirt. <laughs> we'll have the beer afterwards, but no Canadian beer. I just can't do it. It's way too strong. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, I'd, like to thank y'all for having, I'd like yeah. to thank y'all for having me on Johnny, like thank you For supporting me Well, you know, uh, Dave with Let's Race Magazine He kind of, y'all kind of work together He's got your wrap on your car And uh, listen, if anybody wants to try to help Johnny Get, get back out here and follow him And be part of his racing Give him a shout Johnny, thanks a lot. No, thank y'all. Thanks, Johnny. Good luck. Good luck, Johnny. Well, I need all I can get. <laughs> we're sending it your hopefully we're sending some your way, my friend. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Y'all come and watch us race and enjoy the wear your safety glasses because you're gonna get dirty. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Thank hey, Vicky, I got to tell you this quick, real quick. Mark and, uh, you know, during Talladega, they do the dirt track at night, and it's over about, they race until about 12. Well, till about what? About 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, don't they, Mark? So, they so do, Mark, goes and, Mark goes and takes a shower, and he doesn't get the red mud out of his hair good. And he comes back to the camper, and I'm looking at I'm looking at Mark like, is this guy trying some Grecian 45 on this gray hair? <laughs> he comes oh, the red out of his hair. <laughs> so the uh, the, the glasses. Ever since then, I haven't forgotten my shampoo when I go camping. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is too funny, you guys. I, I was a redhead for a day. He was. He was. So, Vicky, hey, we appreciate you coming on. I don't know if I ask you, where, tell everybody where they can follow you at. I'm on Facebook at um, Vicky Gibson, and um, we're going live every Thursday night at 8 p.m. for a one-hour show that dives into hockey and racing. And, Sean, you want to tell everybody where they can keep up and follow you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook as uh, Sean C. Passmore. And, uh, yeah, feel free to follow me if you're interested and uh, looking forward to meeting some people. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Vicky, I'm looking forward to 
Hey, yes, sir. And Vicky, looking forward to Thursday night there. Sounds good. And we will we will have you guys on, and it will be so much fun, and we're just look, really looking forward to it. So I can't wait. And let's well, definitely and, catch up at the races. Well, if we don't see you at the races, we'll see you at the uh, RPI show for sure, because we're going to be there hopefully uh, on Friday all day and then part of you know, the Saturday deal. Okay, yeah, Sean is going with me to PRI show this year as well, so you'll get to meet Sean. Man, I'm telling you, that is some awesome place. I'm very excited. Can't wait. How many more? Yeah, places? the only other place, <laughs> better place to do to meet would be at the racetrack. That's right. Oh, yeah. So um, everybody's going to be busy, busy yeah. now. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky, Sean, for stopping Hi. by tonight. No problem. Thank Thanks for so having much. us on, as always. You're the best. You know that. Thank you, Darren. Talk to you later and looking forward to Thursday night. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Talk to you soon, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, everybody. Uh, hey, it's been a long night tonight, honey, guys. Wow. I, I just looked up at the time, Rowdy, and I didn't realize we've been on so long. Uh, I had one little thing I wanted to bring up. Hello. Hello. Oh, did we lose Rowdy? I think we did. <laughs> I'm thinking we did, too. Well, I guess I'll hang on there and keep her going. Uh, I, there was one thing I wanted to bring up, guys, and, and hopefully you saw the the race yesterday, but the, the safety of the modern race cars. Uh, and the case in point is that hit that Bubba Wallace took at Pocono yesterday. Wow. He's lucky to walk away from that. Well, you know, Mark, just talking about that wall, when they showed that, car hitting that uh, crash wall, how it absorbed the, the shock. That's pretty... You, and that, car, that spot had been different. If it hadn't meant for that safer wall, he wouldn't be walking away, Rowdy. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking you're exactly right, because that was a pretty nasty hit. Uh, Between nasty. the safer wall and the car itself, uh, he was, yeah, he, and it, it stunned him. He got out of the car and he dropped. So that that was a hit, one of the harder hits I've seen in quite a while, and I'm, I'm glad to see he's all right. Well, listen, guys, hey, we was talking about the renovations to Talladega. Why don't we bring somebody in that was there that can tell us exactly, because I think I said something kind of wasn't right about when it was going to be done, but I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Tim to Spain from the Pit Stop Radio. Hey, Tim. <laughs> thanks, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. How y'all doing tonight? Uh, Ready? I'm on the back porch looking back your way. You get any rain? I get some thunder and lightning coming my way over here, brother. I think it kind of went around us, uh, Tim, because before the show, it was lightning. Maybe an hour before the show, it was lightning. And I'm thinking, I, come on through before the show. So if we got any power surges, it's going to be true, but no, it went around us, thank goodness. Amen, brother. 
And I know we're coming up here short, you know, y'all fishing to get off, but uh, like I say, every time that I do call in, I want to thank you and Mark and Jeff for everything that that y'all do for y'all show. Y'all do a really great job. Uh, I want to thank Vicky and all them for calling in. But just wanted to, uh, Rowdy, I had went to that media event. I, I was one of the, one of the, the media. I was very fortunate enough to be invited to that from Russell Brenham out here, and it was at the uh, at the Fox Sports Dome at the International Sports Hall of Fame, and. Uh, you were right. It is a $50 million renovation. They're going to redo the uh, garage areas. The media center will be – it's not going to be bulldozed over. Russell said he wanted it bulldozed over and want to start over, but it's not going to be. They're going to add on to the media center, right? Uh, like where you and I and Suzanne eat, that eating area, they're going to add out to there, and they're going to do some stuff with the, with the Goodyear building. They're going to try to make that like our eating joint there. They're going to take the – photographers will put them somewhere else. So like Russell told me, it was really sketchy right now, but it's going to be a big deal. You know, Governor Kay Ivory, uh, Richard Childress, uh, Mike Helton, Austin, Dylan, they were all there, got to meet them and talk to them. And it's, it's, it's a big deal. You know, Grant Lynch said this is the biggest renovation ever here at Tyler Super Speedway. And y'all mentioned Wi-Fi earlier there. They're going to work on the Wi-Fi to maybe get the Wi-Fi out there where everybody can have Wi-Fi, because y'all know, uh, Mark, you and Riley, y'all been here. The, the Wi-Fi is pitiful. But that yeah. there's a big open air, the big open air, thirty-five thousand square foot facility that's going to be built. Uh, looking at the picture, dead center of the trioval, right back there, and they're going to have twenty-two garages. It's be, the top twenty-two in points be eleven on one side, eleven on the other side. It'll be there and it's going to be like bars and eating joints up in that open air deal where the fans can come in, sort of like Daytona. Y'all been to Daytona? Come in there yeah. and sort of uh, sort of get the the up close experience of guys working on a car in a uh, garage area. We, you know, Tim, what amazes me more than anything else is the time plan to do this project. Uh, it's supposed to be done by next fall for the bases, you know, for the most part. And I just find that to be phenomenal timing. Uh, the, the massive size of the project alone, they're going to go 24-7. You and I both, Mark, I could not believe it. I was sitting there with my good friend uh, Al Muskie from East Alabama Motorsports.com. He's a big football guy, cover, cover football and stuff. And whenever Russell mentioned over – to, to all of us out there talking to us, said we're going to be done by the fall race of 2019. Muskie looked at me, and I looked at him. I said, I don't know. Muskie, that's going to be a lot of work. You know, you got – y'all know how the weather here is in Alabama also. Yeah. Well, your weather's, a little, your weather's a little better than the Chicago area for the winter, that's for sure. So that allows you a little more work time. Tim, so they're just adding on to the media center. They're not – they're just going to remodel it. That's that's the plans. I lost you for a second there, Rowdy. Yeah, I wanted to uh, to add on also uh, over what they call Gate 9, where they bring the haulers across from the uh, – across the track, you know, because they can't go through the north tunnel or south tunnel there because they're just too – you know, they're just too big. They're going to add a, another double-lane tunnel, and they're going to come under Gate 9, which is right out, right going into Turn 3. So that's going to be another tunnel deal there. I don't know if it's going to be for uh, race fans or pedestrians or just for the haulers and 
you know, stuff bigger that can't get in and out of the north and south tunnel. So that's another deal there. I was I was hoping that they might go you know, be gonna add like a uh like a pedestrian tunnel, you know, to come in, but that that'd be probably too much to try to get from the grandstands through the trial or either out of there right there to entrance to pit road coming in. That, that would be a lot. But uh it's I think what Russell and them have, have done with ISC and y'all know uh, Phoenix International Raceway, they're doing a big thing. Well, it ain't Phoenix to more size in most, but they're doing a big deal out there reconfiguring that whole track. And Richmond has a deal going on. Dodge is working. So it's like, just like y'all mentioned earlier on the show, and like Vicky mentioned, you know, you're trying to bring this younger demographic bunch back a different way because everybody wants Wi-Fi. Y'all know how Wi-Fi is now. I'm yeah. old. I didn't have it back in the day, but foot, I got to have it now. Right. Well, Tim, are they going to try to do the tunnel this after? Is the tunnel their first project? I wonder when the tunnel's going to play into effect. I don't know exactly, Rowdy. I didn't get to talk to Russell too much Thursday at the uh, at the Transformation Talladega deal that they announced there. But Russell is coming on our show tomorrow night. I'm going to try. I didn't, you know, I just let him. Do his deal because he was trying to get Grant around to the local media. He had Mike Hilton and all them with him, so yeah. I just left him alone. I did mention to him about the media center, and Russell did tell me, he said, Tim, I wanted to bulldoze it down, but they wouldn't let me, so we're going to do some renovations on that, make it bigger, or we got more room. And he said, uh, going to add more radio rooms. So, radio, I pretty much think uh, you and I and Suzanne and I will have a radio room there in that new renovated <laughs> media center out of Super Speedway. There you go. That's what I like to hear. That's what I want to hear, Tim. Uh, hey, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's needed. Oh, I am. I am too. And uh, just to throw this out there, uh, I spent a good bit of money yesterday. Uh, I booked a flight uh, for Suzanne and I and hotel room at Homestead Miami Speedway. So we're going to make our trek down there for our oh, first that's going to be a, that's a great weekend. Have you been down there, Ready? Yes, I have. There's nothing like watching three champions, three winners and three champions crowned all in one weekend. Well, I sure enough booked it, and Stephen Stephen helped me get the flights. And like I said, we we're going to fly. We're flying out of Atlanta because you know how it is, Ready. You fly out of Birmingham, it costs you twice as much. I don't know why. I can drive to Atlanta and fly to West Palm Beach. Or about two thirds of the price what I can from Birmingham, but we're we're also going to attend uh, the Southern Five Hundred at, at Darlington. So we got uh, Darlington, Talladega, and Homestead. And that's going to wrap us up. Tim, when you take so, one caller, I good think time to meet, Tim. It, it does. We got Don. Don, I think Don, you got a question for Tim? Yeah, I'm having Tim with Suzanne withdrawal. I hadn't taken a picture of them in about two years. <laughs> and I'm going to go, Don, I appreciate You know, that one picture that you took of me looking back toward the control tower here at Childega, I, I think I've still got it as my profile picture. I know I've got yeah. it. Thank you very much for that picture, brother. I yeah. really appreciate uh, it. You want, uh, you going to give me some, uh, like, uh, you going to give me like a free ride to Homestead or something for me taking that picture? <laughs> What's, what's it worth I, to you? I tell you what, Don. It's going to cost me $1,400 in the flight 
and the room, and I'm renting a car down there. I will let you drive my 1977 Chevy Silverado four-wheel drive for nothing. All you got to do is put gas in it. That's that's Suzanne's that's Suzanne's car. I can't drive that. No, Suzanne ain't got my truck. I got Suzanne's got Suzanne's got that little trailblazer. I got the I got the man truck with showing enough bumpers and on it. The '97 Chevy Z71. Uh, last year they put the 351 in it. I still got the horse truck. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I hadn't talked. To, I, last I heard from Johnny, which is a security guard down there. Uh, he was telling he was pretty much telling us about all the renovations they were going to do, but he was he was under the impression they were going to start last uh, after the last race. But I guess it'll be after the next one. Just waiting for that fiftieth year one, Tim. Fifty That's million, right, fifty years. That's right. They was going to do that 50 year. Exactly right, right. 50 million, 50 years. And uh, Lisa France Candy was supposed to be here from uh, International Speedway Corporation. Undoubtedly, she couldn't make it. So Hilton come down. But that that's what they're talking about. They wanted to do it the 50-50. And I'm like you, right? They're going to have to they gonna have to get some yonder to get all that done between them. And I don't know if they're starting now or if they're going to wait and start after the fall race here. Uh, you know, we'll find out whenever we get out there. Uh, I rode yeah. out there earlier, and I didn't see much movement going on. I was just going to check. But I have noticed uh, uh, NBC 13, they have a our local weather channel here in Birmingham. They have a uh, a weather camera out there, and the weather camera is not turned down pit road from where it is mounted. It's turned back more toward turn two. So whatever's going to go on, we're not going to be able to see it from their weather cam. Yeah. Tim, who you got on the show tomorrow night? We got a public relations director from Tallahassee Super Speedway, Mr. Russell Branham, my good friend, your good friend. He's going to come on and talk a little bit more, but probably get some more details about that, right? If you want to call in, well, uh, he said he wasn't going to take any call. Okay. But if you want, to call but I'm going to be listening. You, okay, but if you want to call in, I know you know Russell. He just didn't really want to take nothing from the general public. Uh, you know that's you know whenever. We get these guests like that. If that's what they request, that's what we honor them with. I and, well, uh, hey, exa- I understand. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to get Russell's take and see what else is going on, see if we can really get a timeline out of it when they're going to start doing this, start doing that. So it's going to be a big show tomorrow night, too. And I reached out to Casey Roderick's PR lady. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it. You know, Casey was in the NASCAR Xfinity Series back in the day, and uh, – Things didn't work out for me. Went to racing the uh, super late model stuff on some asphalt. We went watched him down at Montgomery Motor Speedway. I reached out to him. You know, he made his comeback at Iowa and finished. Uh, he was fastest in final practice, and he actually finished fifteenth in his first race back in the experience series. That's a that's a big deal there for that young man. So I'm hoping he's going to be able to join us too. Tim, appreciate it, and glad you loaded us up some uh, Talladega time, some uh, spots there. Full soundtracks. Y'all welcome, bro. Appreciate y'all. And like I said, I'll, uh, if you get a chance, ready, holler in. I'll mention Russell, but I'm pretty sure he'll take your call. But again, thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Mark, take care. Jeff, take care, brother. We appreciate everything y'all do. Thank you, Tim. You too, Tim. It's always good having you on. Thank you for calling in, buddy. See y'all, brothers. Have a good evening. You All too. Right. Okay, guys. Hey, let's just start with Don. Don, 
Got any words of wisdom there to lead us off tonight with? No, not a whole lot. I'll just see y'all about the second week in October. I got to cough up my money and pay pay my tickets and my camping spot off, but uh, that ain't no big deal. All right, nothing but money. That's How right. about you, Todd? That's to know you can't. Todd? Yeah, uh, another great show. And, Don, there is a turn 11 at Watkins Glen. And, there's, and Dale Jr. has been at every racetrack you've been to. And Where's my pictures at? It ain't that hard to take a picture of him. You know, I haven't been fortunate enough to be able to meet Junior. But at Pocono, I did get to see happy-go-lucky Joey Logano, who took my phone well, and took worried about that. I ain't worried about that big lip thing. Hey. <laughs> no, All right, guys. Todd, where can they follow you at? You can follow me on Facebook. Uh, the only social media I have. Uh, there'll be up some great pictures from Washington Glen International from this weekend. There better be a picture. All right, Mark. <laughs> Mark, we're cutting her close tonight. I'll keep her short and sweet. Uh, good show. Thanks for everybody that called in and, and uh, Todd and Don. Always great to have you guys on. Uh, until next week, we'll see you. Yeah. Don't forget, find Junior for me. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, y'all keep that light shining. Yeah, right. go, go Junior. Good, yeah, go Junior. Good <laughs> Go Junior! <laughs>